Well, good morning, you all. One more time, it's Mike and... Mary. That's why we call this... Mondays with Mike and Mary. Hello, and everyone. Here we go again, departing from the norm, because we don't have highlights from last week's coaching calls. You know why? I do know why. Why? We didn't have last week's coaching calls. But we did have a master sales academy. Yeah, that everyone that's supposed to be on a coaching call was supposed to be at. Yep. Because we need to see each other twice a year. That's why we do the events. And what we thought we'd do, for those of you who were not there... Or need a <laughs> reminder. Yeah, is some highlights from our point of view of what we covered at Master Sales Academy. Both Pareto Techniques and Ask the Experts. What you got, Mayor? Well, I just want to remind everyone what they committed to. You know, the theme of this event was negotiating. Mm -hmm. And I hope that we made clear to everyone that we are always negotiating. And that there are three critical times when we negotiate money that have a direct impact on how much of that money we end up keeping at the end of each year. We negotiate when we discuss price. And we spent a lot of time working on pricing. I can't even tell you how many people said, I finally get it. <laughs> so I know some people didn't need to practice yet again, but I heard so many people really committing to using the three-part pricing presentation, to using that on their listing appointments. I heard at least half a dozen people say to me, I finally understand the pyramid. I get it. So that, to me, that is huge. You know how close to my heart yeah. Floyd's pricing stuff is. The second time we negotiate money is when we're talking about commission. And you and I had a lot of fun with that. There's a lot of commission-protecting dialogues for negotiating that. I think they're all great. Well, we taught them in groups of four, and on the way home, you and I made a commitment to record some of those. So if you were present in the room, you are going to receive an audio recording, or maybe we'll do video. Yeah. Seeing um, is believing. Well, yeah, as long as we don't do it in our jammas or something. You know. <laughs> um, so otherwise, seeing would be not believing. So, yeah, we're going to record <laughs> the negotiating your commission dialogues for those that were in attendance. So that's pretty cool. We're committed to that. Lots and lots of good response from that. And then finally, how to negotiate offers. You know, as a teacher, it's always been frustrating to teach how to negotiate offers last in yeah. the program because you teach it and then you say, okay, graduation, see you never, or see you at our events. Yeah. And there's some of our students that we never hear from again. So did they learn that? Did they go home and say, all right, I'm going to implement that. So what a blessing to have everybody in the room and to really be able to reteach and revalidate how to present an offer. And now here's the rub. Here's the rub. We got every single person in that room to commit to presenting those three things, price, commission, and offers face-to-face. -face. Like every single person, unless they lied, said, yes, you're right. I will make more money if I always negotiate money face-to-face. So I'm reminding you what kind of commitment you made if you were in the room. And if you weren't in the room, then take a leap right now on blind faith and make that commitment yourself right now, because we believe it's going to put more money in your pocket long run. 
Okay. How, how can I negotiate face-to-face -face if the seller's out of town? Oh, you already know the answer to that. What is it? Answer it yourself. Okay. <laughs> Zoom, Skype, FaceTime. Right on. So you're in control of what they see and when, right? Yep, and using visuals. Visuals are it. Well, my parade of techniques was from four people we put on a panel who collectively have listed and sold 300 expired listings in the last year and three months. No kidding. I didn't hear that before. Yeah. You... I added them up. Holy cow. Over 300. This Wait, is four people listed and sold over 300 expireds? Yeah. Oh, they must live in like Alaska or something. No, nope. Pennsylvania, North Carolina, you know, normal places. Cincinnati. Cincinnati and New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. And they each had different approaches to how to do this. They did. And they all said it's an it's an adjunct to your book of business. It's not a substitute for it. Um, for sure, you got to do your book of business because that's your primary source. But these people are knocking it out of the park. And here's what they said to do. Number Ooh, one. A summary. Yeah. Prospect every day. Uh, Bob does 5 10 four times a week. Uh, the other Bob makes calls. Jim makes calls. Whoops. Michelle Jim, never makes calls. Jim makes calls from 9 to noon, almost five days a week. Yeah. And then one out of the four has a mailing system that she's systematized. So she might not be making calls, but she's consistent with her system. And it's a system that works even when they're not working. Yeah. And put together your visual, your pre-appointment package, and your visual when you're there that shows, here's my track record with getting people's homes sold, even though they were with somebody else. A couple other things. Wait, wait, Real, tell, yes. tell about Bob's, what his looks like. Oh, it's a three-ring binder with page after page after page of expireds that he listed and sold. And some of them a significant number himself. Like one year it was 38 out of 69 expired sold listings. He sold by himself, double-dipped. Here's what I love. When he's sitting with the customer, he shows them the pages, and then he says, now you interviewed that other agent, right? Did they tell you that they could sell their, your house, or did they show you proof? Because yeah. I think I just proved that this is my niche. This is what I am good at. Yep. And that pre-appointment package is a key to get pre-sold before you get in. If you're looking for phone numbers... They're using White Pages Premium and something called thatsthem.com. Thatsthem.com. And don't limit yourself to calling recent expireds. Go back years, not just months, but years, because the, the recent expireds get inundated the first week. It's the second and third and fourth week when your calls start to get accepted because you're the only one calling. And didn't Bob say that too, Persisepi, that there was only, he would say, how many other people have you heard from? And the answer was no one but you. Yeah. After mm -hmm. the second week. Yeah. After You're the right. second week. And don't just call expireds, call cancels, call withdrawals, call investment properties. They're all ripe for the picking when it comes to expired listings. Oh yeah. They said nobody's calling on commercial expireds. Nobody's calling on multifamily expireds. Yep. Like zero. 
Like those you can call the moment they expire because nobody's calling on the high, high end. And they're not as cantankerous and cranky as Fizbo's, so it's easier to work with them. So, yeah, go get expireds. Go get them. Go get them because they are the low-hanging fruit today. Now, there's other another way of prospecting, too. So if you've got a both-and attitude with expireds, Don Zarin did this incredible breakout. <clears throat> it was about... Um, it, it was called fun. Put the fun in, into your funds. or fu Fun equals funds. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But here's what she said that I loved so much. That you should be doing the kind of prospecting that fits you. And she used an example of a guy who was in a motorcycle club. And he's, you know, had a Harley Davidson. He's hung, hanging out with these guys. And he was trying to get real estate business wearing a suit or at least like Dockers and a polo. And no one thought he was genuine until yeah. he showed up dressed like he used to be dressed like. Jeans yeah. and, you know, <laughs> a bandana around his, uh, covering his head. And now he was genuine and boom, they, they all want to do business with him. Um, I'm telling you, she had people crying in that room. It was really amazing. And one person that was really had a revelation big, big hitter, wonderful student of ours said this, I discovered this afternoon that I am treating my clients better than I'm treating my family. And so I'm making a commitment to changing that. So when we prospect, we don't do it, you know, without our family's blessings or giving all of our money or our time or our energy to our book of business. But we do have to have fun and we also have to have time for our family, allocating that family time. Love that. Well, I'm going to move on to ask the experts because Ooh. after Floyd's opening keynote speech, we do the same thing every year at Master Sales Academy. And that is we take a fly up in the air bird's eye view of where am I at? That's called a checkup from the neck up. Yeah. Check in and check up. Um, what was my goal January 1? or from November's business breakthrough that I kind of tweaked throughout November and December and then hit the ground running first week in January. What was the goal I set for myself for the year? And obviously we were 17, 18 weeks into the year. Where am I so far this year? And how did I get here? That's where all those numbers that we track every week in R squared come in kind of handy as in how many conversations, leads, appointments, CETOs, offers, right. And how much further do I have to go to get to where I want to go? And what am I going to do to get there? But here's the big question. What could possibly prevent you from doing that? Once you've identified what you got to do to get there, what could possibly prevent you? And What's one piece of advice you could give me to not let that prevent me from getting to my goal? I always love that part where we give. It's so much easier to see into someone else's obstacles yep. than to see our own. So if you haven't done your Ask the Experts yet, this is the week. Fly up in the air. Take that bird's eye view. How far have you come? How much further do you have to go? What do you have to do to get there? What could prevent you? and get the best advice you can get about how to avoid those challenges, problems, and obstacles that could get in the way. 
I love it. You know, you mentioned Floyd after Floyd's opening. Yeah. And he usually does an opening and a closing. And I, if you weren't there, this is the beginning of what we're calling his farewell tour. But that doesn't mean he's saying farewell forever to us. So he is going to be with us at the Business Breakthrough. That's going to be in Lexington, Kentucky on November 17 and 18. And we also did a little kickoff for our squared coaching. We're starting a reorganization as always every six months. Our new teams will begin July 1. So if you haven't gotten online and registered, make sure you do that to either hold your spot in R squared going forward or to secure a spot in R squared going forward. So July 1, we listened to all kinds of really great validations and there were more hands. It's like, we can't let everybody talk. <laughs> There's over a hundred of you <clears throat> that have got a validation they wouldn't mind sharing. But if you're interested in coaching with eight wonderful, successful people, seven plus yourself, and a Floyd Wickman trained coach, we have R squared coaching available for only $165 a month. And this semester, it happens to include a ticket to business breakthrough. Not going to not gonna offer that always necessarily. So get yourself to business breakthrough and join R squared coaching. Go to floydwickman.com and find out how to sign up now. So we'll be with you next week when our regularly scheduled R-squared oh. coaching calls return. Absolutely. Have a wonderful week, everyone. <laughs>